How many times have you said this? I'll be happy when, and you can fill in the blank for whatever rings true to you. When I get that promotion, when I make a lot of money, when I find someone to love, when I buy the house, when I have a family, when I retire, et cetera, et cetera. The list can go on and on, right? So how many of those ring true for you? I can tell you almost all of these were conditions that I've placed on my own happiness at one point or another in my life. We focus so hard on creating these conditions that we believe will make us happy that we miss out on so much joy and happiness in the here and now. And let me tell you a little secret, babe. These conditions or things that we strive for are not what will make you happy. Only you can do that. The amazing part of this is that you can create your happy anytime, right this very moment. Do you wanna learn how? Well, you're in the right place because I'm gonna talk to you today about some ways and tricks and tips for you to create your happy every single day because that's what we all deserve. So let's jump in and get started. Hi, beautiful. Welcome to the She's On Purpose podcast, where we discuss all things mindset, spirituality, and how to live a purpose-fueled life. I'm your host, Abigail Aria Rebecca. I left a 16-year career in the corporate world to find my purpose and passion in life. My journey led me to becoming an online entrepreneur and business coach who works with women to inspire and empower them to discover and manifest their dream lives. In this podcast, I'll share lessons learned on my journey along with some game-changing mindset tips that you can use to level up your life immediately so you can start living the life you deserve. Because babe, you deserve the best. Now let's get started. Hi babe, how are you today? Oh my gosh, can you believe we are on episode six already? Ah, I'm so excited. I cannot believe that uh, it's already been a month and a half and we are in our sixth episode and I'm having a blast and I hope that you're having fun too and learning lots. Um, today, I'm super pumped to talk to you about this topic because this is everything If you're anything like me, you've probably spent a good chunk of your life chasing down this seemingly elusive idea of happiness. You experience snippets or glimpses of it here and there, but those experiences never seem to last that long. So what do we do? Well, I know what I did. Did what any normal member of society does and, you know, made happiness a goal to be achieved and attached that goal to other goals because that's what we've been taught to do, right? So I'll be happy when I can make enough money to pay off my debt and buy pretty things or travel or get married or whatever it, whatever those goals are. We apply the if-then rule. Um, if I have this, then I'll be happy. But what happens when we get it and we still are not happy? So let me tell you um, a little bit about my backstory, and I've shared some of it, but not in a lot of detail. So I did all the things that I was supposed to do um, from a society standpoint. After high school, I got a job, I worked my way through college, I 
worked my way up the ranks through um, this Fortune 500 company and moved into management, moved into executive management. I was making six figures. Um, you know, I got married along the way. And let me tell you, let me tell you something, just be flat out honest. I was fucking miserable, like miserable. And I was so confused because I had achieved all of the goals that were supposed to make me happy. And I just wasn't. I was stressed out all the time. I didn't really have a good work-life balance because I was spending all of my time at a job that I hated. And everything in my life just kind of seemed to start crumbling around me. And when I realized that, you know, the goal is not to achieve something to be happy, the goal is to be happy now, that's when everything changed for me. Probably the single most important thing that I've learned over the last three years is this. I have 100% control over my experience. This includes my happiness. I can't control the things around me, external factors, or other people, but I can control how I react to them. I can't change the past or predict the future. I wish I could. If I had a crystal ball, I'd make a lot of money right now. (laughs) But I can choose to live in the present and experience what's happening now. So let's break that down a little more. Um, Here's an example from this past weekend. So I went to this um, theme park with a bunch of my friends. They have um, like haunted houses going on and like roller coasters during the day. So we left around noon and the plan was to get there by one, usually about 45 minute drive to get there. And oh my gosh, let me tell you, traffic was ridiculous. Like I am not a fan of traffic and I might get a little bit of road rage sometimes and it can absolutely destroy my experience. So we left at noon and we didn't get there until after two. So if that tells you anything about the traffic, then um, yeah, (laughs) I'll just leave it there. But when we got there, I was in an amazing mood. And the reason I was in amazing mood was because I had a choice. I had a choice to sit there and be super pissed off because the traffic wasn't moving. I wanted to get to the theme park. I wanted to ride these roller coasters. Or I could sit there and experience the moment with my friends in the car and listen to good music and have great conversations and talk about life and talk about experiences and just really just enjoy each other. And that's what I chose to do. And so when we got there two and a half hours later, I was in an amazing mood, not in a shitty mood normally like I would have been, but it gets better. So we get to the park and I have never seen lines for roller coasters like this in my life, like three hour lines. And again, I don't do well in lines. So we started going around seeing if we could buy what's called like a fast pass where you can like skip the line and go to the front. And all of the fast passes were sold out. I was like, oh my gosh, so we're literally gonna ride like one roller coaster and see like one haunted house this entire day. So I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna stress out. It is what it is. And by chance, we just happened to walk by this little gift shop and my friend was like, let's walk in and see if they sell them here. And oh my gosh, they had eight passes left. And that's how many people we had in our group. I was so freaking excited, but you know what? I was still going to have fun no matter what happened. Like I had to choose my attitude because my attitude dictated how I experienced that day. So I could have been miserable the entire day or 
enjoyed the entire day, just completely depending on how I chose to respond to the events that happened. So yeah, like we choose our attitude. We can't choose the factors around us, but we choose how we respond to them. And I also want to touch a little bit about like when we dwell on the past, you know, when we like are always constantly thinking about the past, we're either living in a state of regret, shame, guilt, or wishing something was the way that it used to be. And when we focus on the future, we're usually stressed out or anxious about the unknown or living in a daydream that like we want to escape the reality of the present. But neither of those is very healthy for a long period of time because what we're, what's happening is we're missing out on what's happening right now. We're missing out on experiencing the joy of the moment. And when we learn to be more mindful and present and aware in the moment, we see and experience so much more joy in our lives. So it's okay to look back into the past so we can learn and grow from it. Um, And it's important to have goals for the future because they are a roadmap and help us guide where we want to go in life. But just be sure that you don't dwell in either of those states for too long because it detracts from your ultimate ultimate happiness. And neither of those are going to bring you happiness now. Happiness now is simply choosing to be. It's a state of being. We can make the conscious choice every single day to be happy. And I know, trust me, I know it is easier said than done. But babe, it can be done. And I have some killer ways for you to implement into your life so you can experience more happy every single day. So get your pen and paper ready and let's go ahead and dive into your happiness and how to bring even more of it into your life. So you've heard me talk about this first one before and you're actually gonna hear me talk about this in the future because I'm actually going to do a whole episode around this, but I'll touch on it for a really, really quick second here today. Practice gratitude every single day, every morning and every night. That is how you should start your day and how you should end your day. Because when you are in a state of gratitude for all that you have, you can't think about the things that you don't have. And negativity cannot exist where there is gratitude. When you don't have negativity, it doesn't hamper your happiness or hinder your happiness. So one thing that I do every single morning is I write down five to ten things that I am grateful for. And I think about everything that I have in my life. And I try to embrace the feeling of having that because I did this. Everything that I have surrounding me right now is because of me and what I've done and all that I've accomplished to this point in my life. So instead of focusing on where I want to be and all the things that I haven't accomplished yet, gratitude really grounds me and helps keep me focused on the things that I I have instead of the things that I don't. And that just starts my day on such a positive note. Um, And before I go to bed... Every night, I focus and say, you know, thank you for my favorite things that happened in the day. I focus on two to three things that really like stood out to me as a win or things that I'm grateful for in that day. So that's one way to increase your happiness is start and end your day with gratitude. The second thing that I am working on now is practicing forgiveness And this is forgiveness for myself and for others and choosing to love instead of holding on to anger, resentment, or grudges. 
because it's actually been scientifically proven to be the single biggest factor to suppressing alpha waves in our brains. And alpha waves are the area um, that lets us experience happiness. So when we hold on to resentment and anger or grudges, we're really inhibiting happiness from entering our brains and our being. So practice forgiveness every single day. Let that shit go because you are only hurting yourself. Um, And I'm going to do a whole episode around forgiveness as well because there's a a practice that really, really dives into this. Um, And I'll drop, you know, I'll put this in the the show notes. So if you're curious and want to implement this now in your day and day day out life, um, you can do that. But in the next couple of weeks, you'll see me um, release an episode on this as well. So stay tuned for that. But just go ahead and start thinking about the things that are inhibiting your, your happiness. What are some things that you are holding on to that you can let go? Let them go because they are getting in the way of your happiness. The third practice is the practice of giving. So the Dalai Lama said to be happy, make others happy. When we give, it lifts the happiness levels of both us as the giver and the other person as the receiver. And it can be as simple as giving a compliment, a handwritten note of appreciation to someone, holding the door open for someone that you don't know, or even just a smile. Such small things that may not even seem to have much of an impact are actually so much more far-reaching than you can even imagine. That ripple effect that you've just created is such a beautiful thing. And I'm sure you've heard of the butterfly effect, but the ripple effect of what we do and what we put into the universe, like we may only see just a very, like the ice cap version of it, just a little small tip of it, but it goes so much deeper than we even even realize. So why don't we give more? It's so freaking easy to give, but in order to give, we have to be present and aware and like be able to see what's going on around us living mindfully in the now so we can find the opportunities when they present themselves. So the more that we look for them, the more we're going to find them. So go out, give generously, give graciously, and you're not only making someone else happy, but you're also making yourself happy in the process. Not to mention the laws of the universe that come into play. Like What you put into the world, the energy that you put into the world comes back to you 10 times over. So when you put good and giving energy out there, you're just going to get so much more of that back to you. So it's just such a positive, positive thing to do. So practice more giving and it doesn't have to be monetary things. It doesn't have to be physical things. Giving can be your time. It can be your smile. I mean, there's so many beautiful ways that you can give. Um, So just look for those opportunities. Be aware. And when we open our eyes and are more conscious to what's happening around us, we see more and more of that that we can give. The fourth tip I've got for you is to replace negative thoughts with happy thoughts. So again, this might sound a little woo-woo or like, duh, Abby, what's the kind of counter, like that makes sense. But how do you do that? So when you find yourself thinking negatively, immediately replace your thoughts with thoughts of gratitude, like you can implement your gratitude practice again throughout the day, or think about an experience where you like like had an amazing feeling of joy or happiness or just 
a positive uplifted, uplifting feeling and replace that negativity feeling. Now, I don't want you to completely shut down that negativity because it's important to know where it's coming from. So acknowledge it, but just choose to not dwell in it and say, no, I'm not going to dwell in this negativity. I'm going to replace this with things that are going to make me feel good and replace that negative thought with a happy thought. Um, and I promise you, it works. So again, you have to be aware of what's going on in your brain in order for this to work. And this brings us into the fifth thing that I have for you. So how do you become more aware of your thoughts? How do you become more aware and mindful of what's going on around you? Meditating every day helps increase your happiness levels because it trains your brain to be more mindful of your thoughts and your feelings and how to be more present in every moment. And if you're a beginner, a novice, somebody who's never done this before, has tried it a couple times and says, oh, it's not for me, I get it, I've been there. It took me a while to get into meditation, but now it's become part of my morning practice and sometimes evening practice. Like I try to meditate at least twice a day because it really just helps clear out any negative space or energy that's entered and it, it helps me replace it with the things that I want to replace it with. It's just becoming way more intentional about what you're letting your brain dwell on. So if you are a beginner, there are some amazing guided meditation practices that you can use to get you kind of built up to a, a good flow every single day. Now, some days I only have 10 minutes where I can meditate. Some days I have 15, sometimes I have 20. On the weekends, I try to meditate for at least 30 minutes. Um, but you can build yourself up to that level. And a couple of resources that I can tell you, and I'll put these in the show notes as well, is I love the Insight Timer. There's so many different meditation practices that you can listen to, and it's free. Um, calm headspace is a good one and you can even find them on YouTube so there are so many different meditation guided meditation resources on YouTube as well so if you're looking for a good meditation practice to get started on check out those apps check out YouTube and see what works for you but whatever you decide to try just know your happiness does matter and when we are happy our job performance improves, we achieve um, our goals way quicker because we're more motivated to going after them, and our relationships improve with people because when we're happy, we're way more open and accepting of others, and I can go on and on about the benefits of happiness, but I'm pretty sure you don't need to be sold on it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Isn't happiness the goal for us all? I know it is for me. I truly, truly hope that these tips help you rediscover your happiness because, babe, you deserve the best and happiest life imaginable. Always believe that. Until next time, babe. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you loved this episode and find value in this podcast, I would be so, so, so appreciative and grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review. Reviews are a way for me to get this podcast in front of more people who will hopefully find value just like you did. Also, I would so love to connect with you on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram under Abigail Aria Rebecca. And if you post this link on any of your pages or stories, don't forget to tag me and I will comment. Um, I look forward to us sharing positive impacts on the world together. Can't wait to hear from you, babe. Talk soon.
拜。